Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I love a good secret dump. I love it too. I mean, what an idea. Whose idea was it to do secrets on this podcast? I can't remember. Currently, I can't remember. Moshe's? Yeah, it was my idea. Um, <laughs> Natasha. Yeah? Should we just get right into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. Well, we have some listener-submitted questions. Let's do it. And this one is, uh, I think this is, a, is an actual dilemma. Um, a listener wrote in and said, my girlfriend only wants to do missionary mm. help. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, because like only does that missionary? Does that mean that you're like suggesting other ways or moving her and she's like no thank you? And yeah. is by the way, is missionary girl on bottom or just man like girl on top is still missionary, isn't it? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no? Natasha, you're such a brilliant woman and so self-possessed. I thought missionary just means you're in the straight line. You wrote a book. <laughs> You're brilliant. You're a comedic genius. And then once in a while, you reveal something about yourself. And I'm just like, how did you get to be your age and not know? Mis- missionary position. Means woman on the bottom. Yeah, honey. Well, I, what do you call and woman on top laying down straight? Girl on top? Woman on top laying down straight? What? <laughs> you like, call that physiologically. A, what do you call woman on top? Woman on top. You call it woman on top. Riding me, the woman's on top, she's on top, it's on top, I was on top. I mean, yeah, honey, missionary is when the woman's on the bottom, the man's on the top. And you know what else? Dinner (laughs) is the meal that you eat in the evening. Well, I'm saying missionary, you don't say man on top, but you say woman on top? Why does missionary get a name? You don't say woman bent over, man behind her. You call it doggy style. It's got a name. Do you think like 70-year-olds talk about doggy style? I wonder when do- how long doggy style has been. I'm sure that our grandparents said There's doggy mis- style. I'm just saying missionary style the is very respectable. The reason they call it missionary. Very respectable thing to say. You could, I could say it to my child. That's why it's called missionary. Because it's like the religious, the, the what do they call it? The, the, the platonic ideal mm. of like pure sex, which is just man on top, woman on bottom, man gazing at woman. It's like the old school fuddy-duddy. Although to be honest, missionary is pretty fun. But you call you call a uh, girl from girl bending down doggy style. You, you call, call girl turned around on top reverse, reverse cowgirl. Okay, those are terrible names. What's well, also interesting you don't call woman on top cowgirl. Right, it's called woman on top. I didn't know woman. That, is that really what it's called? Laura, what would you call that? No, the uh, not missionary. No, a woman's on top. <laughs> what do you call that? Woman on top. It's called on top. She was on top. What do you want from me? I didn't make this up. I want society to fix it. To come up with a nickname? What would you call it? Let's name it now. How about dominant matriarchy? (laughs) How about um, matriarchy rodeo? What do you think? How about riding the dragon? Maybe just like Guggenheim. Guggenheim position? She was Guggenheiming me. Mm Well, listen, I think that... What do you do, though, if you've got a partner that's like, I only want the most vanilla shit ever? I think I want to figure out what to say because I I do... 
I do. It, it just feels like you should be able to. It's like a dance. Sex is like a dance. So it's like if you're, you have to constantly lead them into other places. And but if they don't, down. then you need to, to move me, on. To me, that's trauma. That there's something up. Oh, interesting. That's what I think. Trauma. There, there's something up. If a if a if a person only can do missionary, not if they prefer it, but if they're like, I'm not comfortable doing other positions. Do they say I'm not comfortable? Because what if you like do your reverse cowgirl? Yeah, I mean, stupid I didn't make name. It up. I didn't make it up. You're almost blaming me for it. All these names seem like they're from like 1984. <laughs> I think that if a if a person, man or woman, is like, I only want missionary, there's something up. Either they're too overly religious or they have like sexual trauma. And mm. something's up with that. And here's what I actually think. I think that you should... Um, Go to couples therapy? Or have a conversation. Because what if you really love everything about them and you love missionary style right. with them? Here's, you just want to try like some other dumb named stuff. Here's my best bit of advice about stuff like this in general, not just with this situation. Never have a conversation about sex during sex because people are insecure already some during sex and 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 especially if they're like have shameful ideas of sex and their own sexuality you never want to call it out during the sex and say why don't we ever do other positions during the sex because they're already in a vulnerable position wait until your clothes are on you're not horny you're having breakfast and you have a conversation where you openly say i think you're a fucking sexual prude no you you openly say I notice that we you're only mm. comfortable with missionary position and I love it and I love having sex with you, but I want to try other stuff. I, I want a little bit more variety in our sex life. Like, what is it? Why is it? And, it, and if, if you're going to have this conversation over dinner with someone who could potentially be a prude, I think it might also be a nice thing to just say to them, is it okay that I'm talking about this in public? And they might say... Not they, in public. Or, or I don't know. Are Denny's. you okay with this? You know, I think that's also a nice thing to do to check in because yeah. they might be like, actually, um, I'm, this is making because you might not. Someone who is only of OK with missionary, I don't think wants to talk about like sex positions as waiters are like filling up your Pellegrino. I didn't say take her out to dinner. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't say have this conversation at an IHOP. I was saying have it. I was not envisioning an IHOP. I was envisioning something way nicer. No, I'm saying have have a conversation when you're not in a sexual situation or in a public situation. And yeah, I think your point is well made, which is that you say, I want to talk to you about it. And this might be a little uncomfortable, but I want to talk. It's so hard to talk about sex. But and it's, you think you talk about sex not during the sex. It's better to talk about it when you're not having I sex. I think that it can seem like a critique of that person's sexuality. If you do it during sex. Yeah. And, and and you want the to the to the extent that you can, you want that woman not to feel like you're saying I'm dissatisfied with you sexually, even though you are. You know, you have a conversation, and then if that person can't have that conversation, that's you're not sexually compatible, mm -hmm. and you have to decide whether or not you can be with a person that you're not sexually compatible with. And big tip in life, something that's so hard to remember, is just start with compliments. Absolutely, I love your body. I love being with you. I love sex with you. But I'd like a little more variety, and. Openness is no, really No, don't important. say the word variety. Just say... I think that's okay. Okay. Well, what do you say? No, what's your, what do you... What, why not? I guess that is an easier thing to say than be like, I really want to do reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I want Guggenheim. I, I want Peggy Guggenheim <laughs> to show up in the bedroom. Well, or, or does this person want to ball gag someone? Because if that's the case, I mean, you're going to be lucky if you get her to sit on your face on in you know once a month or something. I mean, uh, speaking of being open about things that we desire sexually and things we need more of or less of natasha yeah i feel like do you feel comfortable having this conversation what i 
Um, I don't know how to say this other than enough with the pegging. <laughs> it's like, it's a little much. I mean, I liked it the first few times, but I don't need it every time. Enough with the pegging already. I mean, you're trying to, you're trying to go up in gauges. I'm trying to get rid of the practice altogether. You know, like when you, when you had the strap on fist, that was like a little bit of bridge too far for me. So that's my request. Wish granted. Mm. Request not denied. Nice. Okay, let's hear some secrets. <laughs> okay. Um. So one night I got really drunk with my boyfriend and I was, I guess, I don't remember. He was telling me all about it the next day and how I was like really just going off about all my beliefs like that I thought about the world and shit. And apparently... I told him that the reason I wanted to become a lawyer was because I thought I was black in my former, like, past life. And um, it's, like, partly true, but also, I don't know. Like, I just believe in reincarnation, and I definitely feel like I, like I was definitely, like, a black person at least one time in my life. Like, Asian, like, who fucking cares? Like, I don't know. I just, I needed to tell you guys that, and thanks. Thanks so much. Okay, love the show. Bye. Well, I could say this. I would be very comfortable having you represent me in a court of law. That's for sure. You seem like you've got the vibe. I have a very great piece of advice. Yeah? If you ever have an inkling or um, information or um, intuition about past lives... Um, don't ever tell anyone. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah just, just don't ever. Because Keep you know it to what? yourself, sister. It actually stays stronger in you and is able to live through you. If you do keep it to yourself, I do think that if you start talking about it, it goes away. So, you know, that's Wait, something else so you can tell it's yourself. It's possible that she was a black woman in the past life, no. but by bringing it up to her boyfriend, no. she stopped being that? All I'm saying is that I have things that I have feelings about that have to do with like memories or I don't know. And, and I feel like, did you reverse cowgirl someone in a past <laughs> life? No, but I just feel like if you, if you speak of it, it it's gone. What are the odds <laughs> that this woman, this white woman who I'm uh, not <laughs> definitely not no, talking about her. I'm, I'm just saying, I hear what you're saying. Now I'm moving on to a new point. What are the odds that this woman, this white lawyer who like, loves hip hop and always kind of like had an affinity for black culture and feels a little bit uncomfortable with her whiteness happened to be lucky enough that her white liberal wet dream came true in a past life and that she was sojourner truth leading people to the promised land. I hate to break it to you. You're white, by the way, <laughs> you're white and you was you were always white. Um, and that is just something you're going to have to deal with. And you know what? It's difficult. It's difficult. It's a, it's a tough one. Believe me, I know. I too had a racial identity crisis, but you got to make peace with it and don't go into the seas of time to try to, um, uh, you know. But I'm just saying, like, you don't have to deny any sort of like connections that you feel. You can feel whatever you want. You just like, don't talk about no, it. No, but what I'm saying is, when I hear this woman, it's like me being like, like if I had a really small penis. And I was like, I just get the feeling that it's one of my past lives. I was one of the most well-hung men in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, dude. <laughs> Not quite. 
I don't think past I hear lives, you. I'm just th- saying you should never speak of it. That's so all I'm trying to say. Do you believe that you had past lives? No, not necessarily. But I do think that, you know. What's l- one of the memories that you have? Of oh, my God. Just no, one. no, no. It's just not one. a memory. It's not a memory. You just tell me one. No, no, no. I just think that there is something to the idea that like uh, reality isn't exactly what you think it is. Sure. That's all I'm saying. So sometimes, you know, you might, uh, I don't know. Just uh, have a connection to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I'm not, by the way, not saying that's what she had. I'm just saying, do I believe in past lives? It never made sense to me because I could never figure out like there's so many more people now than there were uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago. So aren't there like, how do we have so many souls? Then some people just don't have a soul. Some people some are, people are some Marilyn people Monroe. Are their, their first iteration, but some people are, there was... But I'm just saying, I don't know that anyone knows anything. Mm. All I'm saying is whenever it comes to that realm, mm. you shouldn't tell people anything specific. That's and, all I'm saying. And I think the problem that you are um, you are experiencing with how many people there are now versus how many people there were in the past in terms of reincarnation is probably due to the fact that reincarnation isn't real. That's just my, my gut feeling. And all I'm saying is that reality is sometimes not as linear as you think it is. Well, all I'm saying is that reality bites. And I've always said that. And that's something that I, I feel strongly saying. Okay, can we just take another secret? Let's do it. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Love the pod. Um, my secret is I have a bunch of friends that are having their second kid. And my kid is five. And I know part of me is jealous, but another part of me is excited because now when I see everybody for Christmas parties, um, I'm going to be the skinniest person there. Okay, thanks. Bye. I mean, that is petty, but I guess you take what you can get, huh? Yeah. And also it's like in terms of like you're not having another kid, you feel guilty. It's like everyone's doing what's right for them. You know, I think a lot of people who are having two kids, it's just that's part of their journey. They always saw it that way. And like, I don't know, I never saw it that way. And I just don't think there's... I always saw it that way. Not, no, before I had it, before we decided to have kids, I told you we're having one. No, I know. I'm saying I always saw it that way. I always thought I would have more than one kid. Okay, but you didn't have a girlfriend till you were 39. I mean... I'm just saying it's like... Okay, yeah, in your imaginary world, you're like, I'd like to have a bunch of kids. And What do you think a person's vision of their future is but an imaginary world? Okay, I'm just saying. Um, I hear it. No, but I agree every, with you. What I, what, I'm just saying you don't need to feel like I, they have kids, but I'm skinny. I'm, what I guess what I'm saying Ooh, is I reframe like, like it that like every what everybody's doing is great for them. And it's great for you to be in shape and love your kid and have this smaller family and mm. they're going to do their thing. And there's no competition. And it's so amazing when I was meeting people on the road when I did my book tour and you know oh, enough about your fucking book tour and these women would come up to me and they would all be out together and they're like you know in cities big cities but you know like in philadelphia and they're like oh yeah we're best friends our kids are best friends we grew up they grew up together uh, you know it's like smaller and people like are kind of growing up with their friends and if you have tight friends that your kids get to be around to me that seems like as good if not better than 
having more kids because then it's like you get to like have your orderly, nice, calm, flexible life with one kid, but then you could like go over to your friend's house every weekend and your kids are all playing together. That seems so ideal to me. I hear you. I think families are getting smaller actually because I think people are looking at the reality of the world and going, I can't have a brood. Yeah, but just being, they need the social contact. So if it's like, if you're friends with their kids, you know, the kids are friends and you're friends. Speaking of social contact, can I take our kid to a, a family rave? What's that? Like, there are these like day raves where parents will bring their kids. I want to go. You want to go? It's de- it's techno music. Ugh. Will you come? We can all dance together? I mean, here's the thing. I'm a great dancer. But if, well, if I don't like the music. Honey, uh, honestly, you have two I left I can't feet. move. You have two left feet. Everybody knows it. We all say that about you. Your whole move is that you have two left feet. That's no, your dance I'm a gr- move. I'm actually a really good dancer, and you know that. Look all me right. in the eye and tell me I don't. I'm not a great dancer. I can't. And to be honest with you, Natasha, you're a great dancer too, and I love dancing with you. And I think maybe I've even fell in love with you. I remember we were at a bowling alley at an Adam Sandler holiday party, and you were dan- We were dancing together, and I was like, I could marry this girl. The way she moves that thing, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna find myself a rang. <laughs> All right, one more secret for the road. Hey, Moshe and Natasha. I am calling with a secret. Um, so I oftentimes, when I'm having um, a series of bad nights of rest, um, I will purposefully get in an argument close to bedtime with my wife because I know she's going to send me to sleep in another room. And our guest bedroom bed is super comfortable. And I get a great night's rest there. This is insanity. Um, so yeah, that's is, my secret. I, I often will try to do that to make sure that I get a night's rest. This after is the having, uh, dumbest thing I've ever you know, heard. Patterns of uh, bad rest. Uh, and I love the podcast. Love you both. Thank you very much. Change the mattress. Why change, does he have a nice mattress in the guest room? Change the mattress or tell your wife, hey, I've had a bunch of nights of bad rest. I'm going to sleep in the guest room tonight. I just need to like get a full night's sleep. I just need more information. Is is it is it just the mattress? Because if it's just the mattress. We did it. We changed the matrix. The matrix. We changed the matrix. We got ourselves a, they're not even, I don't even know if they're advertisers for us anymore, but we got a Helix they mattress. They are and Helix mattresses are great. And we got ourselves a firm Helix mattress. And honestly, it changed the way we sleep together because our old one was too soft. And now this, this Helix one, it's so firm that I feel like I'm sleeping alone. And that should be their their motto. Helix. You'll feel like you're sleeping alone. No, but it's awesome. No, get, but a, he, get a better mattress. But he also has to ask himself, is it something else? Does she snore? Does he like his own space? Like, that's the thing. And if No, I'm just saying, if that's what it is, then you need to tell her. Why infuse? You need to say, like, I just want to. Why, why infuse negative vibes? Why, why is that negative? We've had friends on the podcast say that they have sleep, separate bedrooms. No, I'm saying, why infuse negative vibes by starting a fight? Why not just say, hon, I'm going to go sleep in the guest room tonight. I just kind of... And Would you feel offended if I told you I was going to sleep in a different bed? Slightly. Oh, you would. Okay, then I get it. I get where he's coming from. If I was like, oh, hon, I just need to like get get a full night's sleep and sleep spread out tonight. Do you mind? Well, I would be like, is there something I can do? Am I sleeping too much? Well, I would say, well, the well, one thing you I could... just want to go jerk off. The one the... thing you could do is you could stop with all the missionary already. Enough with the pegging. <laughs> I need my own space. If you'd like to leave a secret, give us a call. 213-222-8608.
You can also find us uh, on Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon to support us for as little as $5 a month. You can become a part of our community. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Apple. Find us on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe. We love you. And Natasha. Yeah? I love you. Oh, thanks. Thanks.